Yeah. Welcome back to another episode of Grounded with Dilly Dave. In this episode, we're vibing with SR, aka Florin. And we're hanging out at Red Betty's Bar in Brunswick. Florin is an aspiring MC whose journey from a young immigrant from the Philippines to a voice in the local scene is certainly a heartwarming one. But before we jump into the episode, just some quick housekeeping. This podcast should release two episodes a week on Wednesday and Sunday evening, 5pm Australian Eastern Standard Time. Video episodes are now on YouTube as well. There is also a Spotify playlist called Grounded Tunes that will contain music from guests of the podcast. I encourage you to check it out to get the full Grounded experience. So, who is Florin? Florin isn't just an MC. He's a guy with a mission. His goal is to make a positive impact through the healing power of music and community. With a heart as deep as his lyrics, SR is the embodiment of what it means to find oneself in the rhythm of life. So, dive into a conversation about the transformative power of music, the magic of words, and the journey of self-discovery within the Melbourne music scene. Florin shares his experiences from supporting local acts to lighting up open mic nights with his thoughtful and energetic bars. While Florin is gearing up to release his music, his blog offers a window into his inner world. It's a space where his thoughts and insights flow as freely as his lyrics, so be sure to check it out. Join us as we explore the mind and motivations of an artist who may not yet have tracks to his name, but a wealth of ideas and a vision for his place in the world of music. Florin is a name you will want to remember. Let's go. I was very surprised when you asked me. I was like, really? <laughs> Why? You're a, you're a head. You know, you're involved. Um, you know, you're not only like a, a punter or audience member. You like, you get up, you participate, you show and share. You know, you're active in the community. And I think that, I mean, for me, that's all that really, that's all I really, really need to have a chat with somebody like yeah that's true in the context of this podcast which is like people out there doing the thing yeah 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 it's true and i guess like i think that's the hardest thing you know when you're in this particular scene it's like just the constant support that needs to always happen yeah otherwise you are you're left wondering why am i doing this yeah man yeah yeah so it's like yeah, thanks for having me again, cool. man. Appreciate it. No worries. Oh, well, this is it. Uh, welcome back, everybody. Another episode of Grounded with Dilly Dave, a.k.a. Yeah. the Milky Bar Kid. Today, we are joined by Florin, a.k.a. SR. What's up? Thank you. Thanks for having me again, bro. Thank you so much for uh, coming on. Um, so before we really just get into it, a great way, I think, to get grounded is to acknowledge the sacred ground that we're recording and kind of operating on. So just like to pair my... Respects to the traditional custodians of the the lands that we're operating on now, the Wurundjeri and the Boorong people of the Kulin Nation are the kind of the areas that I kind of you know operate on. So, I'd like to pay my respects to their elders, past, present, and emerging. Uh, acknowledge that sovereignty was never ceded, no treaties were signed, and I think it's important to be conscious of you know the grounds that we operate on when we. Uh, when we can share our stories here. Yeah, well yeah. said, well said, man. Yeah. yeah. I feel like that's a <coughs> one thing that everyone I feel like should learn a little bit about. Mm. Yeah. Doesn't matter which country it's from because I feel like 
every country has been in a similar position. But right, right. Yeah, I think that's a, that's a good point. So, you know, a lot of countries, whether it's colonialism or some other form of uh, takeover or, you know, the thing is with countries and, and borders, I mean, they're shifting always, you know, throughout time. But, you know, uh, wherever you find yourself, it there is some kind of importance in, like, having some awareness or at least acknowledging who has been there the longest. Yeah, yeah, well said, well said. Cool. Respect. So uh, the reason why I brought SR onto the podcast is because we have a good back and forth. We have a good flow and good chat. Well said. And um, we have known each other for, mm, it's probably getting on close to a year or so, right? Yep. Like, yeah, yeah. So it started Blue Bar last year, I imagine. Yeah, yeah. Maybe winterish. No, I think, if anything... A bit later? Yeah, yeah, like, I know my f- the first time I went to Blue Bar was the start of this year. Okay, so, okay, cool, cool, cool. And the only reason I remember that is because I remember trying to psych myself up, yeah. trying to get up on stage. All right, so Blue Bar, let's give some context of people. So, oh, yes. on the podcast, I've talked about uh, the dojo, uh, which is a freestyle cypher nights. A uh, hip-hop night put on by Mono, Mono the Messenger, and uh, so, DJ Daily, and um, uh, DJ Detective. So, I think uh, these have been the nights that have given me the best in to the scene and the community because that's where people go to like show and demonstrate what they're capable of, whether it's flexing on the mic with, with a prepared 16 or showing people that they can freestyle. Yep. But these are the nights where we get to meet and chat and network. So Mm. I guess my question for you is like, how did you find out about the dojo and kind of what were you doing before then? How did you, how did you get into it? Oh man. Well, really it was just all everything online, online presence, you know, all the, you know, the normal internet things. I'm not going to say it because we're not getting paid for that. Sure, sure, sure. (laughs) No sponsors yet, but we're working on it. Yeah, that's what's up. Yeah. But um, yeah, I remember just following it and then just kind of seeing like what it was like. And then I remember just just wanting to just really, you know what? If I'm going to give music a shot, what's the best way to do it? Yeah. Where everyone else is kind of doing the same thing. Yeah. You know, just. And I didn't really have like an expectation as to what it was going to be like. Yeah. But I remember when Mono first spat. And then he had someone else with him. I was just like, and then the crowd was just like so supportive. I was yeah. like, that's it. Nah. Like I was going in there, man. My like, my heart was beating fast. I was like, I was like, am I really gonna do this? You know, I had my brothers and my right. cousins there, and they were just like, you know what? Don't even have to. But I was like, nah. I came here to do mm. this, so I've got to do it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. So interesting. So um, you'd been working on music a little bit or getting into it beforehand like what's your what's your kind of background in history because i really don't know that yeah, much about that's you. what no that's good yeah. man. yeah that's all good let me share yeah please. so basically long story short man it's like i feel like there's something within all of us that it craves to complete something you know like mm. our inner soul you know no matter mm. what it is we've always we've all got that something where it's like oh what if you know what if should I try it? Mm. You know, and I guess after that whole time of being separated from everyone and you've finally got that time to just be, a, hey, do I let myself slide off 
mm. or should I try and actually get into this, you know? And you're talking about the effects of the COVID period, yeah, right? man. Yeah, well yeah. said. Yeah, exactly that, you know. So I thought, you know what? And at that time, man, like I was working in an office like, yeah. for like 15 years, right? And that energy is just, it just like wasn't for me man what energy <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> that's right that's yeah, right yeah. no energy, no energy <laughs> at all. fucking hell it's not even a vanilla milkshake I'm not even man shit not even the essence not even the essence of <laughs> vanilla no you can't squeeze any energy out of that space nothing no, man absolutely no. nothing uh, yeah and then like yeah that's it man and, like I thought you know what like I'll just do it how the old heads do it man yeah listen and just kind of do my own thing yeah and then I guess I just kept writing. I did it for, like, before I even got up on the, I guess, at Blue Bar for yeah. the open mic, I was just writing and just listening for about two years. Yeah, yeah. You know, because it's like, I don't know what everyone else is like, but I get pretty excited when I try new things. So I'll just jump straight into it. Yeah, you know? but it does take, you know, it does take a while with, with the rap thing to get comfortable and have something prepared or feel like you're prepared to yeah, go out man. on the stage yeah, yeah, there's quite yeah. the build-up yeah it's true i think uh especially you know because you have to figure out how to write what you want to write about like and there's this whole process of figuring out who you are and why you're doing this oh, man well said well said and it's like i'll add on to that it's Please. like being able to gather your thoughts concisely you know, like mm. I remember writing the first time and it was just like I was ju jumping from A to B to Z to Y to T to U. Then it was like, yeah, there was nothing. <laughs> yeah, because your your thoughts aren't, aren't organized properly initially. Yeah, man. It's just yeah, yeah. Uh, so there is a lot of noise. Uh, there's a lot of like things coming in from all different angles. Well said. So yeah, when you well sit down for said. the first time to try and write, it's like, whoa overwhelming man mm. it's overwhelming because especially if say you've never expressed yourself yes do you mean that's probably one of the hardest thing as a human being you mean to express right just to mm. um even just to yourself oh to try and sit down and get something Preach. out that's somewhat meaningful to you i mean yeah yeah so much work involved with that oh yeah yeah definitely yeah, so, like, with the music stuff, like, going back to your question, like, that was pretty much it, man, you know, like, and I felt like, I really do believe, like, if something's meant for you and it's pure, like, you're very pure to it, mm. the universe will throw out signs. Like, I wanted to learn an instrument, Dave. Like, I wanted to learn the piano yeah. for so many years, but yeah. I didn't have enough patience or I didn't want to give up my own time for it. You right, because there is a sacrifice involved. Yeah, word up. And then it's like from out of nowhere, one of our family friends is like, "Oh, we're gonna throw away this piano. Like, mm. do you want it? Electric keyboard?" And I was just, and my parents are like, "SD one." I'm like, "Yeah, man." <laughs> <laughs> what is it? Christmas already? I was like, yeah. What? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it was like, like even just that first piece of instance, man. Right. You know, like it was just like, oh wow, mm. like something's really telling me to just. Just try it. Yeah, the universe know? is giving you a little nod. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. You know, so it was like... And then I remember like before I even gotten... And I'll be honest, man. Like I'm I'm like a fetus in this whole Melbourne scene of rap. I do not know nothing. And I'm not going to act like I do because I don't. You know, like mm. seeing all these old heads 
like Omega Man, 2207. Man, I did not have a clue who any of them were. Right. Honestly. Right. But it wasn't until that I got into this whole scene that I was just like, man, like, man, the culture here is strong. It's stacked. The talent's stacked. There's a lot of activity. Yeah, man. A lot of cool pockets, a lot of cool sounds, a lot of cool people. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah, so it was like, yeah, before I even got onto the Aussie scene, like, there's this group in the States called Grind Mode Cypher. Okay. And basically, I listen to them, watch their thing, and they usually do, like, weekly shows how they um, critique songs. and they'll Oh, have, nice. Yeah, and then they'll have, um, like, competitions. And anyway, this is going to sound cheesy, but it was like, they had this chain mm. that was, like, to win for a raffle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember saying to myself, if I get that chain, this is it for me. Like, this is it. I put in $1 for the lottery mm-hmm. that they had. Mm-hmm. And I put it in, like, the last 10 minutes before they're closing it. Guess what? I got that chain. That's fucking huge. So, that's the second big nod from the universe. Yeah, being man. Like, hey, if you're in, we might, we'll, we'll, you know, we'll support you kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, it was like, now, nah, after that, like, that piano, that thing. I know it might be a lot to think about or, like, people might think like oh, I'm thinking too much into it but man like because of how pure I wanted it like how much I really just wanted music mm. into my life I guess that's when this whole thing started you know so it was yeah. like ever since then I've just been trying to learn the piano the singing you know learning from everyone yeah. you know, I go to all these open things just to see how I guess people can control by using words, man. Mm. It's a big thing. Yeah, mm. there's a lot to take in and so many people do it in different ways. There is a lot of overlap and similarities, but honestly, I was very similar to you four or five years ago going to open mics and shows just to watch, just to take part, just to absorb and going to mic uh, nights like Dojo and before that, it was called um, Can I Kick It? And there was another night in Footscray called All You Can Spit. Mm. And you know, often I would go to these nights with the intention of not going up and not doing the thing just to kind of take it all yeah, in. Yeah. But once you're there, yeah, man. once you're feeling it, once you're seeing people doing it, you're like, you know what? I feel the music. I want to go up and, and I have to do it. You feel almost possessed to do it. Yeah, yeah, it's true. But like for, for yourself, like what made you kind of choose this path as well? Like music wise, I mean, it doesn't have to, have to be rap, do you mean? I'm yeah, just saying, yeah. Like just music wise. No, nah, I, I got a reasonable answer for that. So about six ish years ago, I was studying audiovisual technology at RMIT, like, oh, a, like a diploma. Um, and there was a good handful of people that I met in that course that were musicians or already had history with like video production or were just general creatives and artists. Mm-hmm. So I started hanging out with them, you know, that became my friends. And then when I was hanging out with them, you know, like uh, outside of outside of TAFE, uh, you know, they would be jamming yeah, and improvising yeah. Yeah, and yeah. freestyling, like shout outs to... Um, the Rudy V, aka Homeboy G. Oh, um, what's up, what's up? Yeah, uh, he was one of the first people who, like, I used to go and watch him do acoustic sets where he'd, you know, have the acoustic guitar, but then like rap and sing over oh. it. And mm. and yeah, like seeing him like do that at home, messing around, and then seeing him do it on stage with an organized thing, 
I was like, oh, snap. This is very cool. I was always into writing. Like, I write poetry for, for ages, like starting yeah, yeah. in, like, I don't know, year 10 or 11. Yeah, yeah. So creative writing was always interesting for me. I've always... Yeah, yeah. Um, I've always known the magic and power of words, you know, mm-hmm. like I, one of the, one of the funniest things or the most interesting things that's in my mind a lot of the yeah. time is, um, you know, there's the word spelling and it's, and spell is right in there, you know, like this connection between words, magic and outcomes yeah, and, yeah. and moving matter essentially, you yeah. know, like uh, we, if we use our speech in a particular way, we can do kind of incredible things with it. Yeah, man. Right. Well said. Yeah, and, yeah. and, you know, rap isn't the only example of that, but it's a very good example of that. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. So, um, see my friends jam and then they would like encourage or be open to me like playing around with freestyle and then That's you go sick. through that awkward phase of years where you awkwardly are trying to freestyle yeah, and man. stuff and <laughs> trying to get it kind of down like just trying to almost feel comfortable with it yeah it's like hey it's okay <laughs> yeah exactly and look um i think that uh you need friends who are kind of supportive in those early um moments where you are trying stuff like that because if if they just kind of just if they kind of just trash you right away then the chances yeah, of you pursuing it is very minimal mm-hmm. um it's interesting because in saying that uh last podcast which will be out if you're watching this now with shining um he was talking about you know how he got up in the scene in uh, south africa and it was a lot more like you have to prove yourself. You know, people are going to criticize you. A crowd will boo you if you're kind of whack or not bringing it. But the res- his his mentality is the appropriate response to that is to fucking work out harder and come back harder. You know, you yeah, have yeah. to learn from that. You have to uh, kind of take the owl or the the embarrassment yeah, or man. whatever that is yeah, to yeah. to bounce back, and that's going to build you into a more fierce wordsmith if you will yeah man Ooh, i like that fierce wordsmith but i think um you know that i think that is great but that isn't the experience that everyone's going to warm to no no and i think if uh if people want to get into something like rap or hip-hop like a way to you know we're talking about expressing and understanding yourself and collecting thoughts like i think that should be something that anybody should be able to tap into yeah man yeah, yeah. And yeah, for me, if I didn't have those friends kind of just openly supportive of me freestyling and joining in and what they were doing, yeah, even yeah. though I didn't necessarily have any uh, talent or skill point, you know, skill mm, points at that time, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, it was like, they were like, fuck it. So from then, I, I went into like writing more and organizing a couple tracks, yeah, you yeah. know, because my in that group people like produced or made music and then I was messing around with it. You know, they taught me how to use Ableton yeah, and sick. other bits and pieces and just got to the point where I, you know, look, I've always been a pretty confident person, especially when it comes to public speaking and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So that wasn't the biggest hurdle I had to overcome. Yeah, yeah. It was more like building material to perform yeah, and present. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's daunting, man, because it's like how will people perceive it you know right especially because you know i guess my entry in the way that i think that a lot of people probably should get involved or start um you know we're doing hip-hop here in melbourne is you got to hit open mics it doesn't matter who the audience is who the other artists are yeah it doesn't matter if everyone else is like playing guitar and they're singer-songwriter yeah you know if you go out there and you do your thing and you're kind of like 
somewhat committed or somewhat care about it. Yeah, man. You know, it doesn't matter whether it's good, bad or otherwise. There's going to be support. There's going to be encouragement. There's going to be feedback. There's going to be a sense of participation and engagement in the community. Yeah, yeah. It's true. It's true. And I feel like that you're right on that, you know, especially here in Melbourne. Mm. Like, if they can see you're giving it a try, that's it, man. That's that's almost enough. Yeah, yeah. Literally, you know. Yeah. And it's like what you said about like Shinan's um, experience. Like, I'll be real. Like, I don't think I could, if I was in his situation, I don't think I would have even thought of like, you know what, I, I should try harder. I would, I would have been like a bit down a little bit. I'd be like, oh man. You would have like, been discouraged. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would probably take me a little bit to get back up. But it's like. Yeah. But for this scene here, like if anything, even if you fumble. Man, we, we've both seen it where it's like people fumble on stage and yeah. everyone's just going, yeah, keep going. Keep, keep going. going. Yeah. Like, you know? like it's one of the most rarest things to get booed off a stage. Yeah, I man. Think, I think the only context where it would be even almost appropriate or almost likely to happen is in a rap battle yeah, context. Yeah, yeah. But even then, even if you do choke, like we've been to rap battle yeah, nights yeah. and stuff and we've seen it and like even if somebody chokes and you, you know, you have to be a very hated asshole of a person for people to be like, get the fuck off stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You I know? feel that. I feel that. Respect to that. No, mm. I agree, man. Because it's like, I don't know, maybe it's in my nature to not do that but it's like for me, I just mm. don't understand it because it's like, I'm trying, you're not. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Like, uh, <laughs> do you know what I mean? so you're like, like what, what authority do you have to have <laughs> any commentary or <laughs> reflection except for like, I either like this or I don't really. I, yeah, I yeah. Guess. I mean, you know, look, a real head that really loves rap battles and doesn't necessarily participate, but they geek yeah, out yeah. on like who's who and who does what. Yeah. Um, even then, like, you're, yeah. you don't have the kahunas to fucking go up there and get it so you're not really qualified to like yeah nothing man boo or nothing no no not at all yeah it's not i don't know just for me like i don't know i don't see it as a productive thing do you mean for anyone even for the person that's booing like yeah do you mean like i don't know maybe that's just me but it's just like i would never do that to anyone Mm. and i guess like if i can see a person trying really hard even whatever it is battles freestyles whatever man yeah like at least they're doing it but yet you got something to say you mean like yeah exactly yeah i mean uh, i think we have a very similar mentality or mindset when it comes to the scene and what we do i think we're both here to kind of like make positive impacts where we can we're here to have good interactions with people we're here to like grow learn and heal with each other yeah man you yeah. know oh, you said that perfectly it's yeah. true because really man like music is healing you mean a hundred and it's like when you continue especially writing man you know and i like and i feel like creative writing and hip-hop is pretty much the same thing man it is you yeah mean? absolutely you know and it's like just even getting all those thoughts that you thought were like they, do they do they feel real? Yeah, yeah, you get to reality check yourself. Yeah, bad man. Yeah, so it's like after you you met all those guys, you kind of just kept. Yeah, well, I kept going to open mics and like building, you know, sets. Yeah, yeah. Uh, initially, my approach was I would just go on YouTube. I was very much into the kind of the trap sounds initially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would just get a whole lot of tracks. Yeah, yeah. And one of my initial approaches to doing a 15 
minute like open mic set most open mics in Melbourne like 15 15 20 minutes mm. um, I would write I'd find all these tracks that I thought were jams yeah I would write one verse and a hook to all of them and then I put oh, them nice. back to back to back to back so oh. it's kind of like just kind of like swapping out these different vibes and just like quickly going between them you know I'm not sitting there trying to do complete songs because I think initially at the start it's very hard to create a complete oh, song right? yeah 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 like you definitely. must you must feel that very hard oh yeah yeah definitely like I feel like a, a full song is like your own statement on whatever I guess the topic you want to attack mm. of a song yeah it's like a statement or an essay or some shit yeah yeah and it's like for you to complete it all that's tough man first go you mean like mm. have you had any songs that you were like um, when you first wrote it you were like and now you look back at it and you're like oh, i could do better than that now like, all of them all yeah, the time yeah, every single it. one like yeah. you know i had to uh, had a recording session with wrath um last week and uh even after the fact i'm like you know what we're gonna do it again and we're gonna do it a do it better and it wasn't like the lyrical content or anything it was the delivery and the flavor yes so even if you have it down even if you've got it on paper and it looks good on paper translating that into this thing that you know is alive yeah man you know it's such a big stretch and step and uh you know i've got two eps and and a couple singles out um and i think is like projects um they're cool little that they all they all sound like they come from the same world that you know they're they're cohesive and they Mm. kind of go together but um yeah like uh the writing for me is often one of the biggest things when i look at old tracks i'm like i could write that so much better because honestly dude yeah it took me four or five years to know actually how to write bars yeah yeah it's true no it's true (laughs) man Yeah. yeah it's true because like when you first write it you're just like okay yeah i gotta write stuff Mm. but the center uh, the structure of the actual music right. do you mean like yeah you're not you're not identifying the pattern or the structure and you're not writing to that and look that's one thing right like it's one thing to identify the cool pattern that you want to follow through yeah, like yeah. the flow like identifying the flow yeah. um that's one thing but then you can write a whole verse with cool flow and structure and pattern and you could just be like casually rhyming at the end of the bar yeah but they're not like punchlines or not bars or that it's not like very uh you're not really using like um play on words or double entendres or, yeah. or wordplay you know yeah yeah you yeah. kind of just uh you're kind of just rhyming it's true it's true yeah, which yeah. is still rap you know rap is rhythm and poetry like that's what yeah. it is but i think you know we hang out and know such high caliber of lyricists and and rappers that it's very hard not to know the difference yeah yeah it's true it's true yeah and i feel like you know when your first um i guess when you first hear and see those things you're like wow i can't believe that that he made that up right you mean right that started as like pen on pad or whatever the fuck yeah yeah and do you find that now for you when you're writing? So we'll, okay, we'll go back to your two EPs. Like no, please. And I also love the reversal of the interview. So please feel free to ask me any and all of the <laughs> yeah. questions as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> By the end of this podcast, it'll be fucking flow rent. <laughs> <laughs> Not at all. No, I just want to know. Grounded with SR. <laughs> 
<laughs> you bastard. Like, Why'd you do that, bro? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, no, I just want to know because it's mm. like, you know, like, I guess like in the beginning, like you were just saying, this is how we just chat. Like, I, I don't... Yeah, yeah, yeah. You mean like... No, please don't be put off by yeah. that. Please, nah, please nah, please not at all. It's just, um, so like when you first wrote like your... EPs. EPs, like especially your first one. What's the first of your name, EP? Uh, it's called, um, oh, what is it called? Something to do with money. Yeah. Because uh, the tracks were all produced by Sixpence. No way. Yeah. Yo, big love, homie. Shout out Sixpence. But not because, like, it, there were just tracks that he had, they were just like part of his... Catalog, like catalog, catalog. You yeah, know, like yeah. Went built specifically for that. Like, yeah. What was it called? Do Give me it. a second. I got no. do look, it. Do it. I got to look it up. Yeah. But the, if, uh, yeah, yeah. Please go. Oh no, no, I was just gonna say, like, I guess um, the reason why I asked uh, about that first EP was, I guess, in terms of writing. Yeah. Like, how did you feel about your? writing caliber at that time yeah well i think when you're writing in the moment you always think that whatever you're doing is good you know you're because you wouldn't like put it out if you didn't think that there was something there yeah yeah um it's called four cents there it is four cents yeah so six pence what's up so that was like four cents that ep was where i kind of started to understand kind of started to understand what bars were mm. and that was mainly from the influence of people like Sixpence who is like very uh, yeah, bar man. heavy yeah man um, who, wow. who really puts a lot of thoughts mm. um, into like and, and not because of like he wants to get, convey crazy deep meaning not saying that he doesn't do that at all yeah, but yeah. he wants to like flex yeah man you he know wants to blow your mind to blow your mind <laughs> totally so oh, having man. that influence from that and then also like writing to his tracks like he's very boom bappy yeah man kind of like dank um very kind of street stuff and yeah that encouraged me to like step away from just finding rhymes at the end of a bar or a line yeah yeah and figuring out patterns and then also trying to involve some wordplay some like pop culture references. Oh, that's cool. All those yeah, kind yeah. of things, which it takes a little while to get to that. And, and I've always been very hipster on my approach of like, you know, anything that's popular, I don't like, you know, yeah, like it's, yeah, yeah. it's so stupid. I think I'm growing out of that. But yeah. back then it was very much like, I, I wasn't interested in doing what other rappers were, which was like referencing fucking movie stars no, no. just for the sake of doing it right no no I get you I get you and I'll add on to that man it's Please. like I feel like that train of thought will allow you in our minds to be the artist that you want to be because mm. I, I feel you man because there's some things where it's like I'll give you an example like for me I try not to use the word like, like absolutely like this like this English is so complicated that you can create a sentence without the word like. Yeah, a hundred different ways. The same sentence, right? Yeah, yeah. So in a way, like I understand why you were thinking like that just because I felt that with how you were thinking at that time, you don't want to, you want to stand out. You mean? Yeah. And that's how it all, that's how it should be. You mean? Trying to find your authentic approach or your voice or... Yeah, yeah. Because it's like, it's, it's, I'm not saying it's, it's bad to use like like or anything but it's more like 
a personal challenge for yourself. Yeah, I think so. You know what I mean? For me, the only time now that I'm going to be using like in a bar, don't quote me on this. No quoting, no quoting around, no quoting around. Please don't, no, don't. But the no. only time I'm going to use it is if it actually serves a punchline yes. that's probably set up. That's it, that's it. That's, yeah, the, yeah. that's the only time. And um, one of the biggest things that's impacted my writing, which, you know, I can't pat myself on the back for necessarily aside from taking part in it, but yeah. um, I've probably talked to you about Keyboard Warriors before. Yes, yeah, I remember the you battles. saying that. Yeah, yeah. So essentially, um, Seth Sentry, who's like, an OG dope head. He's like the champion of nerd rappers. Yeah, yeah. Um, but also like, you know, kicked it with uh, 60 and... No way. You know, all those people back in yeah, the... Yeah, yeah. Back in like uh, a more golden era of Australian hip hop, I think. Mm, 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 um, mm, you know, 15, 20 years ago, whatever. Anyway, he started this online rap battle uh, stream live yeah. through Twitch. Yeah. And the idea is uh, you sign up um, there's divisions. Uh, so say if you're a brand new sign-up, you enter promos. So you've got two battles to kind of figure out what division you go mm-hmm. into. But there's player one, player two. Um, so there's you get given a track, an opponent, and then you, you either go first or you wait for the opponent to send their verse in. Verses are four bars. Yeah, yeah. That's so cool. it's like you can't waste. There's That's no waste. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Because every single line has to either attack rebuts or boost you up somehow yeah man yeah yeah so it was mainly through that where like initially i was just like writing creative fun things yeah right and that can only get you so far because i was really relying on like the flow and the sound yeah yeah yeah. more so than like what the words on the fucking pad were doing yeah like if there's no hits or there's no punches and then somebody's taken one or two punches at you and you've done nothing to address rebut or throw back in their face then that's it you've lost yeah yeah that's true that's true <laughs> mm. man is that like those videos that you put up where it's correct like that, yeah that nice so that's where they come that was from sick. That was so sick. i started about i don't know maybe a year and a half ago yeah, yeah. and um that is where because what happens is currently there's about 150 rappers involved in that league Damn. which is massive all across the world you know mainly yeah. in australia it's probably okay. like majority australia but all across the world man oh. And you got Seth Sentry and other people. Initially, it was just Seth Sentry who'd like judge all the battles. Uh. But volume now is just like there's three judges and it's a bit more, it's a bit more precise in the way that they judge it. But, mm. you know, you have eight bars. You have like four days to write eight bars. And in attempting of writing, in the attempt of writing those eight bars, you write 50 fucking yeah, bars or man, whatever. Yeah, man, you have to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the most lethal one you choose, man. Right. So there's all that excess... <laughs> And then you're also yeah. watching all these other battles that are happening and being yeah, like, oh, man. wow, okay, yeah, no shit. These sure. are different styles. Um, you know, this person is a bit more, like, uh, brutal in their approach and it's all, mm. like, very visceral, violent imagery. Yeah, yeah. And then other people are, like, um, a bit more kind of smart-alecky or, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. they find good angles and they're not necessarily, like, talking in a destructive manner, but they're still able to, like... Um, disarm and fuck up their opponent yeah it's you know? true man so through that because what happens is your battle goes up and you know they play it live so you record vocals you send them in they play it live it's like a you know the whole audience gets to see the battle unfold yeah yeah. and then it's critiqued and broken down and judged and there's a winner and a loser Damn, that's heavy that's so, heavy that's heavy so like uh you going in and for me when i'm starting like um you know the first season you know certainly like 
a lot more losses than wins, but every single loss, dude, yeah, every yeah. single yeah, loss, yeah, yeah. if you don't quit, every single loss, yeah, yeah. you're like, I got to do it better. Yeah, I got to figure true. out how to do it better. Especially, I feel like, especially with battle raps, man, I feel like, man, like, I've always thought about doing it, mm. but then I know that you have to find your angle on how you want to battle rap. That's what I've kind of learned watching battle raps, you know? Yeah, I think there has to be some kind of character or angle yeah. or approach that you kind of champion. And I think that works for you to be able to write in that voice. And I think yeah. it works for like an audience to be able to back that person because of that. Because you're this identifiable character. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. There's one, uh, I don't really know the, uh, the rapper personally, but I yeah, saw yeah, this yeah. one rapper named Generic. Yeah, like, yeah. Um, uh, you know, through some online battle, whatever. And, yeah. and I was like, that's interesting, but it doesn't really give you any power mm. because you, you're kind of, you're almost just saying that you're average. It's like, you know, yeah, MC yeah, average. It's yeah, like, yeah. unless you're a fucking phenomenal writer and performer, I feel like it's very hard to like win an audience as MC average. Yeah, yeah, you know? it's true. So I think true. that they need something, you know, the audience needs something to get behind. And I think you need a strong voice to write in. So that really worked with me because um, my first two EPs, yeah. like see here, it says Dilly Dave. So I was going as Dilly mm. Dave was like yeah. the MC name for a while. And then yeah. it's like, but that's how all my friends know me. It's kind of more yeah, of a yeah. nickname than anything else. So yeah. then I had to embrace this other entity or avatar or yeah. alias yeah. Uh, being the Milky Bar Kid. And that yeah. kind of gives me direction. It's like, okay, what is the Milky Bar Kid? He's like this kind of like uh, young humorous light-hearted smooth talker yeah 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 right and like within that you know that gives me some shape and direction yeah yeah and i think it's good like how you gave yourself that time to think because man like it's true man our mc's names like mm. it, it's it really is our avatar you mean yeah like Flo ren so the way i got i chose that name is because it's like Flo, because florentino is my last name yeah right and I just like that sound of how flow, 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 mm. how it sounds, you know? So it's like yeah, a wave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like... I can guess the... Um, just because I looked on your website blog thing, I can guess the, the Ren part. Yeah. What's up? Is it uh, Chinese for people? Is yeah, that correct? Yeah, that's correct. That's correct. It's a cool pairing, man. I think yeah. that's great. So it's like, yeah. So really, like, I think that name suits how I want to express the music. You mean right? It's uh, it's like for the people, please, yeah. You mean, and it's like, like having known now that how you found your name, it really explains. Like, I'd love to hear other people's. Mm. Like, how the hell did you come up? Like, did you have another name before that? Right. You mean right? And it's like, I know as time progresses, we all have to change those names because. Yeah. You mean? Because we're shedding identities often, yeah, you yeah, know, like, yeah, uh, yeah. you know, there's a, between five and seven years, you know, we're kind of, we're, we're going through different phases. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, yeah. after a growth period of, you know, that long, you, you know, we're transforming all the time. Yeah, yeah. And I think a lot of rappers, they do, they go through two, three, however many names. Yeah. Um, And a lot of it is like, okay, five years ago, I was making this music under this name but i don't identify with that anymore that's right that's right yeah 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 and it's true man like and i think that's why i really like like music you know because it lets you express and find 
like this hidden soul yeah inside of you that you don't know actually exists until you like hey you know what today i'm gonna i've realized uh, i'm gonna use the milky bar kid and then all of a sudden all this milky bar kid essence truly just comes out and you're like oh shit like mm. i think you're totally totally right what we're doing is actually the biggest objective is self-discovery yeah man facts facts do you mm. mean and i feel like when we choose like the names that we want to represent that that's big because now mm. it's like it's on you to be like okay i gotta carry this name because i represent a b and c you know yeah because it's such a conscious choice that actually <clears throat> if you don't serve it then you're doing yourself a disservice by not like rising to this thing that you want to be that you yeah, want to yeah. like whether it's embodying ideals or whether it's like leveling up skill wise yeah. um and yeah i think as rappers you know we are shedding identities when we uh, when we come out of a period of growth or change you mm. know because if you are consistent and keep at the thing you know you are going to see that change yeah yeah it's true and i guess like the longer you do it as well like you see a change in yourself do you mean especially how you hold yourself i feel like when um you start off you don't know how you should carry yourself and i don't think anyone knows that for yeah, ages do you know what I mean? such unfamiliar territory yeah. so much uncertainty yeah man yeah yeah and it's like no one teaches us that you know like it means and it's like for you to navigate through life and i guess music is being uh a tool to mm. help you do that like yeah i don't know like for me that's really helped me a lot you know like yeah you know just to be able to control those moods do you mean and yeah. it's like to express it and then just being able to be like you know what i don't need to feel like this for so long i'm just gonna pew, you know like yeah shed that skin if, if you need to actually you've you've made me have quite the thought about you know like this podcast is yeah. it's all about being grounded and stuff and i think uh one of the best ways to ground yourself is engaging with activities that help you discover who you are mm. that you know where you stop yourself because when you stop yourself and you really sit down and you think and you think so hard that you like about everything and then you're trying to like write down and articulate and understand that yeah that's there's you can't get more present than that oh man well said seriously well mm. said and it's like just being able to just like put all those thoughts together and just be like hey you know what like mm. i'm damn proud of that like i did that man you know so all the mcs out there man keep yeah. doing your thing like keep trying man make yourself proud you know and i guess this is what like this is about you know like mm. you just wanting to find out how everyone feels about you know and i like the yeah. name man grounded because yeah really man honestly music all kind of keeps us grounded you know yeah it enables us to um have those moments of being in the present whether that's whether that's us performing or seeing other people perform and being so captivated by what's happening there in that moment that nothing else exi exists except for that and that moment there like you hold on to that moment for months you know, or ages facts man sometimes you facts. hold on to that you know moment for years or whatever yeah yeah it's facts man and it's like it's those moments that kind of get you through to be like, okay, wow, this this is it. Like, this is how I want to pursue my life, mm. you know? And it's not even about getting the money. It's more about just kind of discovering yourself as an expressionist. Right. And then being know? able to take that person that you've discovered through that 
and engage and participate in a community of people who are doing that shit too. Yeah, man. How crazy is that? It's crazy. And like, um, you know, 10 years ago, if you asked me like, you know, 10 years from now, do you think that all your rap- all your friends are going to be rappers? I'd be like, are you fucking yeah. kidding me, <laughs> dude? I can't even stand those people. What are you talking like, about? What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There'd be no chance. Facts. But now Facts. it's like, um, you know, kind of people I hang around with are people who are interested in figuring out themselves, their minds, and, and being able to share and articulate that with yeah. other people. It's fucking powerful. And whether that's like going to a spoken word poetry night, and yeah. just having people Ooh. do that, like yeah, yeah. no music, but it is expression. It's, it's poetry. It's you know, it's self discovery and vulnerability and all those things. And when they can like come into a room full of people and, and everyone's sitting there in silence to like hear them, and they have their they have their moment where they actually do feel seen and heard. And, yeah, man. And yeah, I think those moments are the you know, they're healing, they're, they're important for so many different reasons. Yeah, yeah, well said. And it's like, I'll add on to that, man. Like that's, I like how you said like healing because mm. it does, man. You know, like you hear some of the bars people write. Yeah. You know, like Michelle, Tiger Bomb MC. Oh, hey, shout out. Say. Oh, what's up? What's yeah, up? Yeah, 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 yeah. God damn. Every time, man, every time I hear some of her real stuff, I'm like, oh, my nuts hurt. I'm like, oh man, that's some real shit. <laughs> I think, yeah, I think she's an incredible example of somebody yeah. who only spits directly from themselves. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. There's not... Because you can do some live filtering in the moment. You can... Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could try and not be completely yourself yeah, yeah, in yeah. those moments. But if you're rapping about like, uh, you know, whether it's your mental health or your life yeah, experience, yeah. whether yeah. that's like shit house or not, you know... When you get up there, and I think, you know, it's one thing, you know, it means so much for the person who's able to go out there and let it out. That's great. But for the audience, it's like Ooh. that person's being real. Yeah, yeah. It's They're being intense. fucking real. Yeah, man. And I'm yeah. feeling it. And yeah. and it's not that that gives me permission to be real, but it certainly uh, builds a culture of people being more open and, and honest. Yeah, yeah. It's true. Because I, I definitely feel like with rap as well, it's like, it's bar heavy, man. Do you mean? Real yeah. hip hop heads? For yeah. reals? Like bars you better have bars yeah i mean realness or not doesn't matter you know true they're looking for a different thing they're looking at it from like a real craft and tech perspective yeah yeah and it's good like that's why i love melbourne man like everyone's got their own kind of niche mm. and everyone's very supportive of it you know I mean? yeah i think you know the the niche and the different pockets thing it's it is a cool element of melbourne but ideally yeah. We unify. Yeah. Oh, man. Well said. And I think there's people like, you know, shining in tea, part of breaking bread and, and, yeah. and, and, you know, yourself and so many people that we know that um, that is the intention. You're going out there to make more connections. You're going out there to see the community grow and see it be as live and energetic and as cool as it could be. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. And that, like, man, I keep having this feeling and I don't know how many times I've told this to people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The thing where it's like, I feel like Melbourne's coming up. You mean like that? The energy, just so many more open mics everywhere, mm. east, west, north, south. Man, yeah. they're all popping up, and it's like, yeah, man. Like I've seen Abe do his thing at St Kilda. There's another one. It's called Ripe Hip Hop. I think they opened up. Oh, cool. Does he host and hold that down there? No, no. He, oh, he just, just goes. Went. Yeah, he just went. Yeah, right. And it's right, right. like for him to go there to do that thing. It's like that's a connection already of a bridge branching you know out. 
you know? Yeah. And it's like, can you imagine when the, uh, all of Melbourne, frick, we could yeah. rock our own concert, yo. Yeah, yeah. Do you yeah. mean? Well, that's the thing, like, um, like, you know, the heads know that more than like the general public and the audience. And yeah. it's interesting with Australia, you know, like many other countries, we consume a lot of um, uh, content and music from other countries, mainly yeah, the United yeah. States or whatever. Facts, um, facts. Yeah. You know, it's... And I don't think it's a mentality of not wanting to support our own. I think it's just a lack of awareness or ignorance around oh. what is really happening. And like as a average punter or whatever, how can you know unless they're making a lot of noise? Bad. Well said. Well mm. said. Because I definitely fell for that trap, you know? Yeah. It's like best. Like the first rappers I heard was Left Eye, TLC. That's right. the first thing that got me into rap. Yeah. TLC. And I heard Left Eye rap. I was like what is she doing yeah true, true, <laughs> I, was true. Like, I was like who are these people this is coming like this is from a filipino kid yeah they came to australia that was 10 like only music i ever heard was like classics man right my dad used to play instruments yeah so it's like they'd be like you know earth wind and fire temptations you know like right it would just be real radio classics yeah yeah and it's like to hear come here to hear I say, I, well, I guess it would be rap. Mm. Considered as rap TLC. Yeah. Blew my mind, man. And then after that, I was like, I didn't hear anything. It's like what you said. Yeah. It made so much noise that basically the Australian scene was forgotten. Right. Mm. And that's, you know, like, it doesn't matter what you're impacted by as long as you're impacted. Yeah. And like, you know, I feel like um, it doesn't matter how you entered. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And especially as a punter, it doesn't matter. It's like whatever music resonates with you, you know, like... You know, no MC deserves mm. an audience or people to be down with their shit. You know, like yeah, none yeah, of that yeah. is guaranteed or deserved or, you know, you're not entitled yeah, to yeah. any of that, really. Um, so, yeah, it is. It, I think we're an interesting point as ar- artists and yeah. performers like me, especially. It's like, you know, <laughs> so many of my gigs has been more MCs in the uh, audience than, than yeah. punters and, and yeah. you know that is a certainly a double-edged sword in the sense of like okay cool if I can rap for MCs and they can get on board that means that technically there's something yeah there happening yeah 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 you know and that's a cool part of validation but it's not the same experience as having like fresh audience come in and vibe with you out of nowhere because you've won them over in that moment because what you're doing is authentic and real yeah yeah it's true and i think that's the one thing like time lets you figure it out especially this craft man mm. like and that's why i've kind of it's funny you mentioned that because recently that's what i've been thinking about like how do you connect with the crowd yeah by how you deliver your voice and the things that you say yeah and especially like a shot kickers yo man like for you to deliver your voice over a live band it's intense. Yeah, there's a, it's there's, intense. There's a lot to negotiate with. Yeah, yeah, you know. So it's like, I guess, yeah. As time goes on, like I feel like you'll eventually find out how you can reach the audience. Do you mean because mm. it's like, because it's your niche, your style, you know? Yeah, you have to go out and find those people. Yeah, yeah, really. And it's like, and I think that's the beautiful thing about this man you know like it's a forever learning thing oh yeah you know on so many different levels because i mean you know we we know people 
you know, like Shining or Ruckman or Kudos who have been doing this for 15 or 20 years. Bad. Right? They're still at it. They're still active. They're still yeah, learning. Man. They're still doing different things. They're s- still making the shit and they're still like engaged yeah, with, yeah. with it. So you know that like, you know that like, okay, well, once I put 10 years into it, I'm just going to be a god and, you know, it's all going to be like, <laughs> everyone will imagine? know I'm the most legit motherfucker <laughs> right there. Yeah. Exactly, it's it's wild. Yeah, it's like this. It's yeah. like this eternal series of lessons, and then yeah, you know, yeah. there's. Facts. It's one thing to you know think about the craft and the technique and everything, but yeah, as you're kind of touching on before, it's like, but how do you move the people? How do you engage with an audience? And yeah. you know, for me, um, the experience of putting myself in, because I, I tell you what, if people don't know, and I do bring this up a little bit, but the open. Mike, scene in Melbourne is crazy. From Monday to Thursday, yeah. there's pretty much like a handful of different places or things that you could go to. Bad facts. To You're do. Gonna check it out. So like, you know, tonight, we're here at Red Betty. Um, so on Wednesdays, they've got an open mic here um, for music and stuff. And then on Tuesdays, they do like comedy and stuff. But also in Thornbury, um, High Street, Thornbury Local, have got one of the best open mic um, scenes or, or spots in Melbourne as well, every Wednesday do that. Every Wednesday they do their thing. On Monday nights, there's like in Yarraville, there's the Vault, yeah. um, you know, and they do their thing there. And there's the Sloth on Tuesdays and Footscray, and yeah, like, man, you it know, goes off. It it's goes so off cool, and it goes man. on. And like, for me, you know, I take my set, I take my 15 minutes worth of music that I'm kind of working on on that moment, and I go to any of these nights, and I don't know anybody. I go there on That's my it. own, yeah. and just to like have these moments of one person out of the eight or 10 people in the audience after the fact being like, Hey, that was interesting. Like yeah, man. I don't really listen to hip hop or whatever, but that was, that was, that was, that was kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's you know? true, man. It's true. Cause it's like, and it's, it's nice how you said you go by yourself because most of the time that's like, I feel like for people, that's probably one of the scariest things, but I guess like, yes. you know, because we're going into an environment where it is about music, super chilled. Yeah, we're all the same people. Yeah, you know, like I feel like man. it doesn't matter what other person you're thinking about or talking about. Like, yeah, you know, there's always going to be more common ground oh, than yeah. uncommon Facts, ground. Facts, man. Facts. Always. Facts. Yeah. You know, so you know that's why I always put people before politics because you know, regardless of what people believe on that level yeah yeah you know i feel like the the actual humanity that we all share is just so much bigger than all of that oh yeah yeah well said well said mm. man because it's true because it's like when we i don't know i it's probably the only place i've ever felt it where it's like people actually get along man right you mean right like yeah what nights have we been to where there's yeah. been some kind of <laughs> weird beef or whatever there's like nothing you know yeah, it's none, so none. rare and it's like such a odd occasional thing if there's any weirdness that goes yeah, on yeah and it's very like um i even went to have you heard of nerve n-e-r-v-e he's from the artist yeah yeah yeah, so, yeah of course from queensland yeah. yeah so i went to one of his events yeah and yo it went off yeah hey and you know that energy that drill energy is huge like, it's huge right yeah oh man everyone's loved bro yeah, right. Oh and there's probably this God. misconception of yeah people like either being fucking violent or yeah. whatever. But when you're in that space, nah. it's all love, eh? Yeah, yeah, it is, man. Like even the just the energy they bring out. Because really, man, you think about it. 
all all the different types of raps or even music it's all in us we just don't know how to express it yeah know? there's a bit of country in us there's a bit of absolutely jazz there's a bit of like drill there's a bit of trap flamenco know, like yeah <laughs> He gets it. You got a lot of flamenco. That's what's you? up. That's what's up. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. fuck, that's fantastic. That was sick. Um, so what are your like? Um, what are you kind of movements or thoughts? You know, like moving forward. Is there yeah. anything that you want to do? Like, um, have you have you had your first gig yet? No, no, no. And I'm glad you asked this. Yeah, please. It's a good question because yeah. it's like for me, I feel like because I'm just starting. I've just learned to control my voice. Yeah, and how to project it. Yeah, and it's like I'm gonna take my time with it, and it's like, oh, as much I've got like two albums ready, but right to present it where the crowd can feel my voice through mm. it. That's a different thing, you know. So it's totally. Like, I want to perform, but I know it's not gonna be two hundred percent of myself. You know what I mean? Like, if anything, I'm just doing it. For the sake of performing, if that makes sense. What I would um, I mean? strongly recommend, and yeah. have you recorded anything yet? Yeah, yeah. Recorded bits and pieces? Yeah, yeah. Um, the new process that I've had when it comes to recording stuff Please. is I don't record something unless I've been, unless I've performed it live a bunch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's it, that's it. And a lot of that is like, what I really strongly recommend you do is, you know, get three or four tracks together that you'll feel most comfortable with put the instrumentals or whatever on a USB, go to open mics. Yeah. And perform them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just in front of anyone. And what it, what you're doing, because I did this for like, I did this for so many years. I mean, I always do it. I like, I do it actually pretty consistently. Even like, if I've yeah. got a gig coming up, yeah. I'll do open mics for like, you know, the two or three weeks leading up to it just yeah, to nice. be Get ready. To, yeah. But, um, what you're doing is mainly you're working on your stagecraft and your presence, which yeah, is the thing it. that you're trying to access. Mm. And, you know, we all have these ideas of like, when we want to hit the stage, we want to be it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you actually don't know what that is yeah. until you run that simulation a hundred fucking times. Yeah, it's dude. true. It's true. It's true. And I, like, that's exactly what it needs to mm. Like right now I'm just simulating it. Yeah. You know, and it's like, I've got the voice. Say. But you're simulating it in your bedroom. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you, need a, you need to yeah, live yeah. simulate it. And like, I guess, you know, Shotkick is in, is interesting yeah. because sure, you could maybe test a verse. That's it, that's it. But it's it's different. You're, you're almost forced to improvise and, 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 and get on board with what's happening there yeah, yeah, instead yeah. of doing your own thing on your yeah. own terms. Yeah, it's true, it's true. Yeah. Well said, well said. And it's, yeah, like, I definitely do want to do that. And it's like, yeah, just seeing everyone perform with different man. I tell you what, all the performances I've seen this year hey. has got me hyped, yo. So many. And There's been so like many. So uh let's let's name some of them. So you've you saw um uh Breaking Bread's first show at Laundry. Yep. And what was that? That was like Ruckman, Shining. Yeah. Oh man, there was a few. Who else was on there? You remember? No, I can't honestly. So that was one. Yeah, you've been to what two or three Cactus Room gigs? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So Rockman album launch and Kudos album launch. Yep. Um, where else have you been? Aside from like Shot Kickers and like Dojo stuff. Let's have a look. I'm trying to think. I oh, would the Nerve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one. Yeah, that was sick. Yeah. And then I'm gonna go see Eckers. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thing on. I think it's next. 
Friday, next Friday. Yeah. Shout out, Eka. Hey, huge shout outs. Yeah. So, um, yeah, just even seeing just those small handfuls. Yeah. Like, oh, and Rhiannon and Meg. Oh, yeah. man. Singers. Yo, yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, yeah. that's a different level of like soulness. Right. They're powerful. Yeah, man. Yeah. And it hits you different. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like, I'm just, I'm not, I'm not even going to lie. Like, Ruckman's album launch, that really got me, man. It was huge. That, that whole energy that yeah. was in there that felt like a stadium yeah 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 you know what i mean so that really resonates with me till this day yeah. man i'm having i'm killing with success that is probably yeah. the one song for me in such a long time where i felt like wow like i gotta play this song repeat yo it's really cool yeah. when a hip-hop track gives you an idea or a concept to hold on to yeah yeah that's like visceral that's actionable it's like that you know it gives you a mindset because you know yeah. killing with success it's like exactly yeah man yeah yeah it's, it's <laughs> literally man and it's like the way yeah. i thought about it when i heard that song was like anytime you have any type of self-doubt or even when times get down you know what don't look towards the negative just yeah. keep moving kill it with success yeah literally kill all these negative intentions or yeah. like all these bad vibes people telling you what do you think you're doing yeah. nah kill it with your own success and yeah yeah success yeah. is really just purpose practice man you know you right just staying active staying in it yeah yeah literally yeah. literally so yeah man like shout out to mr ruckman shining and tanya george god damn y'all killed that huge all right well, i want to do something um that we haven't done before on Ooh. the podcast but right. i want us to make a pact that either that, that like sometime the next two or three months we yeah. go to an open mic together. Yeah, you do a set and I do a set. Oh snap! Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, I like that. You know why? Talk to me. Because it pushes both of us yeah. to be like, this is where we kind of want to go. Yeah, and yeah. Then, you know, even if it's just one song. Yeah, mean? well, that's the thing. You can certainly just do. Oh, that's the thing. Like it. it cool thing about open mics is there's kind of no rules except for don't be an absolute cunt you know <laughs> like there's really there's like no yes, many other rules totally <laughs> and it feels like you kind of get that <laughs> yeah, yeah bad man it's like no thank you yeah yeah nah it's true it's true so like whether it is one song or two songs like whatever whatever gets you up there because I swear once you get up there and you do it you're like I should probably do this a couple times a month you yeah, know yeah, and then yeah. all of a sudden you know you, you've, you it's early next year and you've done like a handful of open mics and you're like, mm. you know what? I'm ready to do a 15 or 20 minute set, wherever yeah, the fuck, yeah, yeah, you yeah, know? Yeah. And it's then that true. means that you've gone through some of the technical troubleshooting things on the on the mic, You under, uh, on the night. You understand like yeah. how to talk to, um, you know, the sound engineer or the person that's doing yeah, sound yeah, at I night. Think, yeah, I think that's probably one of my biggest issues there. Like, I don't know nothing about it, you know? I've right. dabbled in it. right. When I mean dabbled, I mean really dabbled. Yeah. <laughs> well, the coolest thing is the coolest thing is you don't need to know really anything technical. All you have to do is communicate with that person and and say like, "Hey, I'm this person. I'm doing this tonight. Uh, is there anything we have to talk about or flesh out before we do it?" Mm-hmm. You know. And that's not what all people who go to open mics do. But once you start like developing these little relationships with people like that, you know, like next minute you know you got somebody asking you to do a gig. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, facts, facts, facts. I like that. So in this year or in the new year, if we were to make the pact? Oh, man. Nah, I'll have to say next year. In the okay. new year, yeah. Just in the because, new year. 
you know how these two oh man I, I don't it's know it's busy as fuck yo man <laughs> when did everyone decide to have babies in November That's, like what yeah, the f- right. there's uh, so many people born in November like what the hell is that I'm born in November you see this <laughs> yeah. is this <laughs> That's what's up, Dave. That's, that's what's, up. what's up. You know, so it's like in December as well. Yo, man. True. Like, you know. All right, cool. Like, well, let's aim for like halfway through January. Yeah, man. Um, yeah. That'd be great. I appreciate it. Oh, man. Mad love. Mad love. Of course. Respect. Respect. All right. Um, SR, is there anything you want to kind of leave us with as kind of like a final thought? I guess like my prompt would probably be like, is there anything that you do as like a daily or weekly practice that kind of helps you keep level-headed grounded or just in it the main thing is putting time aside for yourself yeah not just music like actually your own mental thought your own energy and just try to you don't have to sit with it for too long man you know just kind of try and understand oh okay well i'll give an example like this morning because i live with my parents you know parents will always want something good for their kids you know they're just worried that's it straight up you know and it's totally. old school generation as yeah. well yeah right and it's like there was some things that were said that was like it was a bit like uh, I would say it was a negative energy it was just basically you know putting stuff down but went off for a little bit wrote some stuff and just had like two hours to myself just to process okay well why did I feel this way why did he say that you know just like yeah because really you know what we said in the in the beginning like people don't know how to express and nothing that anyone says is based on us it's just mm. in their head they're trying to think this might help them but man there's so many ways to say so many things that right. it can mess with your head they're probably just guessing yeah man yeah yeah you know so yeah my final thought is just like you give yourself that time respect yourself love yourself and just be the truest you you can when you're just alone for that few bits. Do you mean? Mm. I think that's. You know? I think it's perfect, dude. Um, it's funny. That's the, uh, the the kind of same sentiment that Ivory had as well. Yeah. You know, when she's like talking about you know being grounded or whatever, and you know what she does within the the week to kind of you know keep her level headed. And yeah. yeah, I think that is you have to get comfortable and you have to appreciate and you actually have to make sure you have time for yourself. Yeah. Where and look, you know, some people use that as as a opportunity to do meditation or breath work, that's or whatever. It, that's it. That's it. But if you're just sitting, acknowledging, you know, and following your thoughts, maybe considering or pondering the week, you know, and I think it's a your example was very good because there was something that affected you that you needed to like sit with mm-hmm. and process. Yeah, yeah. And it wasn't like after that you know, now you're going to go after the person that put you in that position. It's like, mm. I just needed to really feel that, process that, and now I can let it go, you know? Yeah, that's it, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's it, man. Yeah, just cool. be ourselves as best as we can. One last thing, actually. Holla. So I've got this uh, Spotify playlist called uh, Grounded Tunes. Correct. And uh, every podcast episode will add a track from the artist. Oh. Um, so if you have of any of the like heads in the scene, if you could recommend one track and maybe you already did, um, if you had to recommend one track that I add to this playlist. To add to this playlist? Yeah, what would it be? Oh man, Kalim with success, bro. It's done. <laughs> it's done. There it is. All right, cool, cool, cool. That's it. What's up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Perfect. Forever love for that track, man. Damn. Yeah, yeah, It's a yeah. rebirth. Totally. 
All right. Um, big ups, everybody. Uh, thank you for joining me on another episode of Grounded with Dilly Dave. Uh, you can catch this on all of the platforms. We've got video on the YouTube. we got audio and everywhere you could want it. Um, stay grounded. Stay fresh. Stay well. Stay fresh, peeps. Cheers. Thanks for having me, bro. Thanks for Mad coming. Mad love. Mad love, bro. Yes.